Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Joining me today in the studio is CJ Gibson. What's up? Fran Mirabella. Hey, Guardians. And Sean Finnegan. Chomp, I guess. <laughs> He's in a good mood, but I'm really happy because the whole crew is here. We have a ton to talk about. Let's go over a few of the topics we're going to be discussing today. So we got Nightfall scoring, a bunch of raid changes. We got PvP changes that we're going to go over last week. That's why CJ is allowed on the show. We have the Activision earnings call, which had a lot of interesting news. And Crimson Days is coming back, and there have been some forum changes over on Bungie.net. We are going to have a long discussion about everything going on with Bungie. Fran, how's that Discord going? Please join our Discord. Great plug, Destin. <laughs> but we're going to leave it at the top of the comments. We've been getting a lot of response mm-hmm. from the last episode. That means a lot of Guardians are playing with each other and finding ways to raid. So hit that link at the top of our uh, YouTube.com slash Fireteam Chat latest episode. Brandon and I went through Prestige Raid, and it was a disaster. You should watch that over on YouTube.com <laughs> right. slash Fireteam Chat. But it was a disaster Boom. in the best kind of way. That's what you're missing if you're not subscribed. Yeah. Nice. So, so, guys, we have so much to go over. Do you want to start with Nightfall, Raids, PvP, CJ? Oh, you know what? Let's leave PvP for, for last. But what I do want to ask right. is, uh, does it stack? <laughs> oh, oh burn. burn! It does stack. We addressed it on the show. Lots of burn. comments. I do apologize for Mass- misleading. After Works Armor... Stacks. We now know. Stack. Yeah, it up to fifteen percent. All right, so let's start with that Activision earnings call <laughs> from yesterday. This happened uh, fairly recently. Uh, There's a huge expansion coming in the fall. I think that was pretty unsurprising news yep. to any Destiny fan. That's been pretty standard practice, but exciting nonetheless. Bungie and Activision seem to have fan feedback as a top priority, and it's nice to hear Activision calling that out as well as representing Bungie's voice saying they're really listening to fans. Mm-hmm. However, in-game revenues are expected to be a top earner for Activision in 2018, and that makes me nervous because it means they're <laughs> doubling down on microtransactions, but listening to fan feedback, that's going to be difficult to weigh when uh, the boss... The boss is saying more microtransaction. Bungie's like, hey, people really don't like that. So they got to figure out how to balance that appropriately. Did they say that they're increasing it, though? They just said it's top earner, and maybe that's what it is today, right? Expected to be a top earner. Yeah, which it probably is today is all I'm saying, meaning players aren't changing. Check this out. (laughs) Players still bought more virtual goods in Call of Duty and Destiny in 2018 than they did in 2017. So, guys, if you don't like this stuff, do not spend money at Eververse. If they see it's not an effective business model, they'll stop doing. It. Yeah. yeah, I think that, I bought- that's the only way you can send a message to people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, your wallet. The feedback I will say though, and we'll go through Crimson Doubles mm-hmm. implementation after, is a lot better. So the dawning was very much this thing that blew up for good reason, and it's good to hear that at least there's some changes coming. Yeah, yeah. I think Crimson Days is at least telling of that how much of a focus they're trying to put on solving yeah. the frustration. Yes, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's going away though. And I think I yeah. bought like an eight dollar plunger ninja sword or something <laughs> in uh, uh, a Fortnite. Cost- but that's for the entertainment, as we've discussed in the past. But terrible. Anyway, but you can just say, "I want that." But but that's the point. Don't buy 
if uh, if you don't want to support this. Otherwise, yep. they're going to keep doing it. Exactly. It's all about the earnings. So check this out. This is this was interestingly phrased, and I missed it the first time. Destiny Two was the highest gro- second highest grossing console game in North America in 2017. Mm-hmm. So very specific region there that they're they're discussing. Mm-hmm. But this is what shocked a lot of pe- people. Attach rate on the first DLC was higher than the attach rate for Dark Below and Destiny One. But yeah. Ryan McCaffrey pointed out we're on three platforms. Right. So of course you have a whole other demographic that is going to come in. And everybody on Twitter said, well, of course the pre-orders. Yeah. Remember Destiny One also had that incentive where you got the expansions with certain versions of the yeah. game. But I, I really think what lended to it was that third platform because PC and it launched at the same time. So everybody on PC, everybody on PS4 and everybody on Xbox all went to that set. So I skipped game. Dark Below the f- like in Destiny really? Year One. I, yeah, I kind of petered out of Destiny One before Dark Below came out and yeah. then I didn't get to play Crota until I came back for House of Wolves, which wow. is the last or the that expansion after Dark Below. So I can't really speculate on what the climate was like in Destiny 1 at that point, but like, is it comparable? Like, part of me thinks like the attach rate might have been higher for Curse of Osiris because Destiny 2 was kind of in a sad state right before that. And they were hoping that Dest, or that, that, that first expansion, Curse of Osiris, would mm-hmm. breathe life back into it. Yeah. Was that not the case for Dark H- Below? His- history is repeating itself a little bit. When I've gone back, I think it's we- way simpler than this, by the way. Well, I mean, okay, so long story short then, I think, uh, <laughs> it's the three platforms, right? Yeah, I mean, it is, but I think that when you look back at it, it was an unknown variable. There was a disappointing release and scores and launch, so it was that coming into it. But then I think people were hoping and wanting to see what was happening. Now it's like, well, they're at the same release cadence as they were before, and I think people mm-hmm. expected more from Destiny 2. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Brent? Well, I think it was on the lines of what you were saying. Like all of the console bases have grown in many years, right? They were yep. early in their stages. So it's just a yep. bigger grown in You're right. um, player base. It's just bigger. It's a yeah. ratio of people buying games. So you've got that. Then you've launched on a third platform. But well, counter, I, counterpoint, the yeah. 360 and PS3 were platforms where they that also as buy well. the expansion. So they had a huge install that's, base. That's a very good point, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh. Yeah, but but <laughs> where I was also going with it, like Destiny then, like we didn't know what the expansions were. I don't know what it is. I was just saying I think it is, you know, like we see console player base. It has gotten a lot bigger mm-hmm. for what it is. But um, that's an interesting point. You did not take that into consideration no. when you were – Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting because, yeah, a lot of people – like I remember playing Destiny on 360 and PlayStation 3 just to try them out, but it's weird when they stop supporting them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's when it's like I don't know yeah, how big those player bases were, but my, my <laughs> other main point was just that like Destiny, nobody knew what it was then. Right. If you look at the hype, like there was a reason to pre-order is all I was going to say. Yeah. It, now in Destiny 2, the hype train was huge. Um, even though it was big for Destiny, like we just don't know. We didn't know what DLC was. Even back then, right. we were hesitant about DLC. There was a lot I, of bad stories around DLC back then. I, I think um, people knew what it was. I, I think for the most part, the people on Twitter hit me up and just general consensus about pre-orders. Mm-hmm. It was bundled in with more versions of the game, I think. Yeah. It was an easier add-on this time. Yeah. So people just have it. Like mm-hmm. I have it because I got the super deluxe edition or whatever. And it was cheaper this time too. Yeah. What's weird for me is – maybe. Maybe, I, don't know. It was, I, that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. funny to listen to you talk about buying something. I don't want to Fortnite. say anything and be wrong later. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to hear me. I'm not shy to, about that. <laughs> it's interesting to, for me to hear you talk about buying a plunger and whatever that's about. Yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite. Entertainment. It's for the stream. Whatever. No. All, all I'm saying okay. is prior to Destiny being released, typically games were, hey, we're going to sell you a bunch of maps and those maps are going to be $20 for three maps or four maps. Mm-hmm. That's what the value add of DLCs was prior to Destiny. Now, this is where I keep going back and forth on 
what do you expect from it? And now it's like they the bar was raised again by Bungie with these mm-hmm. DLCs. You got raids, maps, game modes, all that kind of stuff. Now that we expect that, now all of a sudden it's like, well, man, that should be way lower in price. It's like you, you get a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. for twenty dollars, but still there's a psychological reason why you'll Unless buy a plunger in Fortnite for how much? You get a lot for twenty dollars. But I'm not expecting curse? anything other than a dumb item. Okay, so, so hold up. So I know this, hold up. The hold conversation, up, the expectation. Wait, wait. You can get a lot of something bad and still not consider it a good value. And mm-hmm. for the most part, people did not enjoy Curse of Osiris. Right. So you're getting a lot of stuff that people didn't necessarily like. And, and that's true. The, the, what I'm saying is if you look historically at multiplayer games like Halo and Call of Duty, typically you got maps. And that was it. And people back then, at least like in late 2007 and when, when those games were coming out, that was fine. <clears throat> now, you, I mean, think about Prison of Elders. You think about, you know, missions and strikes and game modes yeah. and, and a raid. Like I didn't actually play much of the raids at first because I didn't know what it was. And after you <clears throat> played it, you're like, man, I want one of these every month. You're Obviously, right. that's the not ex- possible. audience expectation about what comes in a DLC has changed drastically because of Destiny. But I just yeah. want to point out, like, it's also changed in different ways. In other games, like I hate to keep bringing it up, but Halo oh. gave away all of their DLC <laughs> and maps true. and modes and skins and wrecks for free. Yep. So because they're making, I don't know who revenue. out there could think that that wasn't a good value. They're yeah. making enough revenue from their wreck packs, so they don't need to charge people more. Yeah, I, I would love to have this conversation. And they have with a more huge more information, yeah. but yeah. Titanfall Two did kind of the same thing. Gave a lot of stuff for free. That player base isn't there, so and it released at a weird time. There's a bunch of right. interesting cases, but that's an interesting case because yeah. Titanfall was like doomed to fail because of how EA positioned it in between major. Types fact, yeah, Bungie could learn a lot from other games that are doing things well. We haven't like said that before. Monster Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. I was, really oh. I was really looking forward to that being one of the topics. Why Destin is wrong about Monster Hunter and <laughs> Destiny not being comparable. But it, unfortunately, we can't really get it, into it. It's it's a long episode today. There are comparable aspects, but it's a little bit of a stretch. And it's saying that time. Monster Hunter <laughs> did Here he goes. a bunch of stuff that's never been done before. Well, it's I never been said that, anything like that. But that's what everybody's doing. They're comparing it because Monster Hunter's hot right now and not being yeah. down with Destiny is hot right now. It so they're is. correlating the two. And that's what's driving me nuts. The thing, There are other games that did the things in Monster Hunter better than Monster Hunter is doing it. And that's what drives me crazy. Rant over. Anyway. <laughs> Monster Hunter is a great game. Um, a lot of people are loving it. Sorry. I, I, was, I'm sure I don't want to linger yeah. on the I was gonna say, earnings call. We are way off topic. Yeah. We never really know what some of these things mean. That's why it's a little vague and they twist their words. And so who knows what there's the a lot of like, rate really is defined as. There's a lot of asterisk number so note at the bottom to a source. The goal is it sounds really good to investors. That's the goal. So yeah. you, you do have to be careful. Yeah. Clearly, uh, we don't know what it is. I did like this earnings call a little bit more than ones in the past. Uh, earnings calls are not fun to listen to usually, but we got a lot of information about Destiny. And to hear Activision sort of back up Bungie and be like, we're supporting them for the most part, except for the in-game revenues, that makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so. yeah. But then again, you get paid on. by them, so. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Crimson Shill. Games. I want to crush no. that right Shill. now. <laughs> Before it gets False out of just kidding. Shill. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. Crimson Days, a.k.a. Crimson Doubles, is coming back. It begins February 13th. Yeah. It brings back the Burnout, a.k.a. Burning Shrine, the Trials of Osiris origin map. <laughs> CJ is stoked. <laughs> uh, they right. took the sun and they darkened it, the actually. The best map. Yeah. So you can, uh, you can actually see shoot outside it all outside. Yeah, it is the best map. Mm-hmm. It was the best map. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so, a different Vex version of it. Basically. Alternate yeah. reality. Yeah. Simulator. It looks um, cool. 
a bunch of stuff weird. in my notes, but basically, uh, rewards you it's get from the two Crimson two. Engram are on a knockout basis. So you're going to prevent, it says it's going to prevent duplicates until all gear is earned. Mm-hmm. So cool. that is an improvement. Yep. You're also going to receive an illuminated Engram and Crimson Engram when you level up during Crimson days. However, they specify that Crimson Engrams are only earnable through gameplay. So that's kind of, I'm a little confused. No, that's good. Well, that's actually a big change because the last time they introduced like a timed event like this, one of the big complaints that the community had was that you weren't able to earn, I forget what the name of the engram was, but like you couldn't earn that particular engram just by doing regular gameplay oriented. The dawning engram. Was it the dawning? The dawning, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was one of the big complaints. So if they addressed it this time around, like just doing things in the game will allow me to get the crimson engrams. That's Big improvement. Yep. There's no cap on Crimson Engrams. You must be level 25. Tess will still sell stuff that's in the Engrams for Bright Dust, and you can dismantle the stuff that you get for Bright Dust, so it's kind of circular there. Much Wait. less emphasis on the Eververse. Yeah. Small because, caveat, actually, if you're yeah. not uh, – if you don't have the expansion, it's okay if you're level 20 as well. So it adjusts for either. It's That's absolutely true. Okay. <laughs> they made it clear that like, you don't do that have to have the expansion. It said if yep. you're level 25, you qualify. If you're level 20, you also qualify. Yes. Oh, okay. that's, yeah, this is one of those free events. And again, they're giving away a map in mm-hmm. it, and now you get that it, as well too permanently after the event. They're addressing the Curse of Osiris problems where thir- certain things were locked yes. off, and they're like, no, everybody can do Crimson Days. You yep. also get a uh, task for completion. You, there's a welcome mission in the tower, which gives you a ghost and an emblem, an ornament for doing the raid for uh, Wardrift Coil, whatever they renamed yeah, it to. Yeah. <laughs> PvP, Ward-less. Sparrow, and uh, a dance for doing the Nightfall. Uh, Wait, they renamed that weapon? It's not Wardrift Coil. What's it called? Wardcliff Coil. No, it's Wardcliff. We used to call it. Um... We had another name. Dubious uh, Volley. Dubious Dubi- that's what it was. You're that's right. what he's so I am about. saying the right name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are right. <laughs> so just basically, a joke name you guys oh, came up with. No, no, we, it, it was. It was on. A, it was an early name for it in the uh, early versions. Yeah. So here's what I like about Crimson Days, not Crimson Doubles, as it was mm-hmm. in Destiny One. Uh, it's easier to acquire some of the items like the Sparrow and a Dance and such. Yep. Uh, the the fact that they're illuminating doubles that is a big step in the right direction. If they do that across the board, yeah, matchmaking that, that right. is going to be great. Yep. Um, they're bringing back something old and presenting it like it's something new with the map that I don't like. Oh. So, I mean, I'm excited to play on the map, but making that a selling point, hey, here's that thing Distant that you had before, shade all over But it's again. free, though. Mm. It is free. That's a good point, CJ. And it's it'll free. probably go into the rotation. So that's actually a really good point. Yes. It is a free update. Mm-hmm. Um, I but love it's that map. New. I get your nothing. point. I do I've love that map. I'm glad it. it's there. Why yeah, was it there? Totally remade. Yeah. That's what fans are probably going to ask. I, I, I don't mind that. This is the second map we already had in Destiny 1 <laughs> that has been put into the game. And it's like, oh, cool, that thing that I should have had at the beginning. Well, Ooh, is the map that's going how to people feel, I disagree? Think. I disagree. Is the go map ahead. going to stay or go away? Different discussion. But sure I don't time, we should sure as the time stayed after yeah, the event. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Why yeah. can't all the maps just stay? Um, I mean, so yeah. Bungie always does this. We talked about this one episode where, again, you know, uh, Heretech was the midship remake from Halo 2. And they do this where they, they change lanes and they change aesthetics and all that stuff. I'm interested just to see how it plays. Um, we'll talk about PvP in a second, but for me, the outside, the sunshine, those are all fundamental things of Burning Shrine. Yeah. I hope it feels the same, yeah. and I know it it's will going be. to change. But you know it changes that, the outside. You know that media. sun was too bright. It was too bright. Was, yeah, that, that was what made yeah. it annoying. It was a vantage point in a way, but yeah, it um, depends on. It, it, I'm, I'm excited to see Burning Shrine. I will say. That it coming back, I don't have a problem with that at all. I like when they release these you know, but it older maps. have been maps. there, right? I don't know. The should have been there thing to me is it's irrelevant. It's like it launched with what it launched. And I like that now there's other things coming back down the line. Yeah, I mean okay. for me it's a question of if you have enough maps or not. I think predicated on that, 
it should have been there at launch, meaning we needed more maps at launch, so why not reuse old ones you have? Yeah. Um, that's my view. But I'm, I'm yeah. fine with it being re-released, though. It's a sequel. I would rather have something new, and I would rather they just had an event where they're like, hey, we're bringing back all your favorite maps from Destiny 1 if they're going to do it that way instead of par- <clears throat> piecemealing them out. One I mean, like, time. Halo's done this from game to game to game, but, like, yeah. they'll bring back an old map that was call- fan favorite for a new one, and they rename it, and it plays a little differently or whatever. Calling it right now, Twilight Gap will be the next one. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I like Twilight. Probably. Yeah, yeah I was but like, I, my point is, yeah. you know, it shouldn't. I don't I think the expectation that every map that was be, that was in the game before should be available in the sequel. I think that's a little entitled. Yeah. yeah. But I like this idea of if we're going to get new maps. I mean, not new maps. If we're going to get uh, maps added to the pool, yeah. that they're old ones that have been uh, revamped for the new sequel. That's fine as long as it's free. Yeah. 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 If I'm if I'm going to pay for it. Then yeah. I do want and, it to be new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do have to remember they switched to four v four. I know six v six might be coming, and uh, yeah, it, but, well, it but this is banner, it yeah. makes a lot of sense on the sense it is two v two. It's a very small map, so it makes a lot of sense under those you know terms. You, you guys, you guys have me on the point about it being free. It is a free piece of content update. Mm-hmm. We should be happy about it. But to me, it just feels like. They're using something old and repurposing it as new, and that's been a problem with Destiny for so long. Like mm-hmm. when they released Rise of Iron, it felt like reskin enemies to the audience, right. right? And that was a major complaint. So but, I think the audience is going to react the same way. It's like, oh, oh, great, I'm excited about this new map, but I've done this before. Yeah, and just for clarity, what yeah. did you want for Crimson Days? I am super excited. So no, 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 for a map. I mean, for a map? Mm-hmm. I don't know, something new? Yeah, that's all. just for yeah. clarity. You just wanted a totally brand new map introduced oh, man. that yeah. we get to keep. Yeah. And in addition, hey, we're giving you this whole new map that we developed for Crimson Days especially. And, guys, we love you. We're bringing back one of your favorites. Right. Yeah. Double two. Dose. You want two <clears throat> maps. Yeah. Well, it used to be double Crimson Days. Oh, wow. Exactly. Well, it I takes mean, two tango. Yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> there doubles. it is. Uh, that's just my take. And uh, I'm actually happy about the new map. I love Burning Shrine. Burning Shrine was amazing. The, to me, the yeah, only yeah. thing they could have done was said, okay, guess what, guys? Classic Trials is coming back as well. Yeah, as I would time. lose my mind. I, that would be awesome. I thought that that was going to be happening. Yeah. I'm like, oh, where is it? Okay. For Crimson Burning Doubles, Shrine. you thought that was going to Well, I thought yeah. maybe once you saw, I saw Burning Shrine. Because yeah, Burning Shrine yeah. was the Trials map. It was maybe. the opening launch of Trials. So mm-hmm. Maybe this is them setting it up. And uh, I hope so. See, now I would have a problem with that. What? If they brought back trials? No, no, no. Not. I would love having trials back, but I kind of have a philosophical problem of everyone being happy to get something they already had. Well, that's true. They. We don't have it. We don't have it. We don't have it at all, though. No, I know, but it shouldn't be that way. But such Ah. is the state of Destiny Two right now. There's a lot of things that are coming back that are being presented. Let's not get too caught up on that. Do you love the new trials? Are you, is that no. why? Okay, then did you like the old trials? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just yeah, stick to bring that for it now. Back. I know. I mean, I hear you. We don't but you want, get I, I how it's like, you know. Chris, Chris Bear was, yeah. Chris yeah, was asking for feedback on Twitter, and I'm like, for now, just reactivate trials in Destiny 1. That's going to make your hardcore, <laughs> hardcore base <laughs> happy. And then announce that it's coming to Destiny 2 eventually. Yeah, And then the make, make that transition. But the fact that you took it away and gave – a new version that people aren't liking. I think if you gave us three v three, once you adjust all the powers and everything, it's see. Really I think it's a lot more than just reintroducing. Yeah, it's reintroducing three v three because of the like infrastructure. The whole, the whole PvP game balance is tailored yeah. towards a different playstyle. And we'll and talk about that. Yeah. That I think is going to be if a challenge. Bringing it back, we will talk about <laughs> it. Uh, but no, I, like on that point, I would love to understand <clears> why. Yeah, like. PvP and Trials was taken out of Destiny One. I joked before that happened that I would continue to play that, 
conversations about Twitch numbers and all that other stuff when you look at PvP being the thing that kept Destiny alive. That was some of the topics you had last week, I think. There were a lot of stories that people keep telling me about that. Uh, we are seeing the lowest PvP numbers based on a small sample size. Right. But lowest PvP numbers that we have seen in Destiny history. And that is, that's concerning obviously i'm yeah. sure for bungie and for the community right. yeah oh yeah but maybe we yeah should we round out the crimson doubles conversation yeah I so i'm not excited for it like a little bit <laughs> oh, that's wow. what i think really yeah. I, I, so running it to, out to be fair i didn't i didn't enjoy it that much in destiny one it wasn't that fun for me mm. i think cj and i played a little bit <clears> and then i was like okay i get it i'm good yeah you know well, uh, how, let's go to see it was elimination though before right and now it's yeah. clash 2v2 we don't know all the mechanics exactly. yeah i yeah. mean like right? i was gonna say i think it would have been really cool if they had done something unique and interesting with the doubles aspect right like uh, i wanted to bring that up but Oh, seems like they did. Are we on the same page? It's no. The same. Well, I was I, I was going to suggest like there's it a would team be cool. shot thing. Go ahead. There's a there's a well. There's there. a few th- meaning. I just want to make sure we do discuss. They say okay. The combat scenario is two v two clash with a round based twist. Uh, they didn't quite say what that is. I don't think right. But what I noticed was they talk about the sun's been darkened. That's why the that's called the, map. the burnout. Yeah. yeah. But only light to be found comes from you and your partner fighting as one. Look in the screenshot. You're lit. There's like a light on you. So I'm, yeah. I'm wondering what that is mechanically. That's the buff if you're close together with each right. other. Yeah. But, but, but meaning it's in this dark environment. So I think that's going to so play. Maybe it's pitch black and only when you're near each other. I don't think it's that, but like I'm How getting How scary this is Crimson Day? I'll bet you you just don't, I'll bet you you just aren't generating super over time unless you're near your buddy. Yeah. Yeah, but meaning that just they say it's dark and there's this light around you. And so I don't know if that plays much in the mm-hmm. mechanics. We'll see. Well, it does in the sense that you're close. You're generating your abilities. So yeah. you're super, like, able yeah. to see each other. Yeah. It probably goes out a bit when you're separated. But The um, concern was that it, it kind of also promotes the same thing that I think people are kind of a little bit fundamentally upset with Destiny 2 about is that you are constantly always with a teammate, which is not yeah. a problem. But right now in Crimson Doubles, it, it just well, fosters more of that, hey, let's just, like, be buddy buddy been like, next to each other. Have you played Halo doubles? Like, Maybe. why not make it two v two v two v two? That was that I've seen that really in the fun. comment sections mm, yeah. again. That would have been something really that Destiny's fun. done in their infrastructure yet. It just adds like I, a whole other level of gameplay. You know? yeah. we, we still have uh, three topics to get through, so I don't want to spend too much time. Any final thoughts about Crimson Crimson Days? The, don't the knock one, until you try it. The one positive aspect I will say, and it's weird to say this, but I'm happy that they have the knockout policy where you're super get fewer duplicates. Yes. I'm like, that's just how it should have been. It becomes, yeah, it becomes <laughs> yeah. like a checklist. Yeah. Just keep going. Did you get everything? No, I want to get it all. Keep going. Keep yeah. going. And then you yeah. get it. It's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we really need right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited to play on the new map. Yeah. I don't know about the mode. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it in Destiny 1. That's why I'm not that excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. Final, final comment. I will say Sean and I did a dawning episode, uh, when it was just the two of us. These are all positive changes. This mm-hmm. is, they heard all the complaints of yeah. hashtag Eververse more or less addressed. Almost all of them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I. Game's fixed. <laughs> Within the context of this DLC, if it, mm-hmm. or with this free event, if it had been the same, people would have not only probably been like, I'm out, they would have been very mad, yeah. and yeah. this is positive. So let's talk about some of the other major changes, including Nightfall scoring. This one's pretty big, and to me, Nightfall scoring sounds a lot like what they did with Halo Reach, and that has me really excited because it was one of my favorite modes in Halo Reach. I would go do Grunt Birthday Party for hours just because it was so <laughs> fun. Um, so, uh, Nightfall is all about scores now. Score does bleed over mm-hmm. time. Scoring is team based, earn points with kills and orb generation. Uh, there's a passive 15 minute time limit, meaning once you reach it, you don't drop out of the game, but you reduce your score by 50% for points earned. 
And then after 18 minutes, you stop earning points. You can complete it solo. That's a big change. And I think people are really going to like it. Yeah. Uh, challenge cards can add a modifier that will send you to orbit on death or you can, that's called old extinguish. School. Yeah. Old school. So it's cool. like D1. Uh, there's a power modifier that will decrease your power to gain score bonus. And uh, there's one called Singe, which increases damage 25% for your elemental sources like Void, Arc, or Solar. Uh, what else do I got here? Uh, scores can be shown off on your emblems for each nightfall. And uh, you get an aura if you beat the community average score, which grants a buff in token drop for your entire team. Uh, all of that sounds excellent. Yeah, I am yes. really excited to hear this revamp for Nightfall because it reminds me so much of what they did with Reach where you could like pick and choose the modifiers, pick how difficult it's going to be. Yep. There's going to be like a community sort of leaderboard thing. They did this in House of Wolves or yeah. no, later yeah. actually. They did it later with uh, Prison of Elders yeah. where yes. there was a challenge. And I actually loved seeing, oh, did that same team who won last week, are they winning again? Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. But – those teams would sort of just mob or they hit the mobs over and away. over and over yeah, again. Yeah. So they're working on that. It's also not just rushing through the encounter, which was one of their design. Uh, yeah, that's positive. Design goals, yeah. goals. So yeah, what do you guys think about Nightfall scoring? Are you gonna you gonna check it out? I I will. Yeah. To me, I, I think the biggest thing is that people wanted to do the Nightfall solo. They couldn't do that with a timer. The timer was a cool modifier that needed to be maybe once a month, not yeah. every single week. Um, and besides that, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, that was the big thing I was going to bring up too—the ability to do it solo, just having the ability mm-hmm. and not feeling like, well, I'm not going to do Nightfall. I can't <laughs> find anyone right now, which is yeah. a big problem. I want the reward, so that's huge. And then uh, I do think this Arcady, you know, style and nature of it, bringing back some of the leaderboard stuff. Yeah, Dado, congrats on the first win. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to seeing him top of the leaderboard. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like super excited to see uh, just how it feels to be competing for the aura and some of these other things. I like mm-hmm. those elements. Yeah, what about you, Sean? I do too. I think the way to spice up like PVE events where you're doing the same things over and over again is to add challenge modes and to be, give players the ability to customize the challenges so that they're challenging their team in ways that they find are interesting. Because yeah. it sucks when you're like, oh, these set of modifiers make it sound really not fun and you have mm-hmm. to do it anyway. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's and you get strategy. Yeah. Like, it's the difficulty. So that yeah. I but I love the idea about like you deciding to put your own modifiers on there and formulating your own team strategy. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get, to sh- really cool. you get to show it off too, like with your emblem, which is supposedly going to drop after completing it for the first time for whatever strike it happens to be that week. Oh, I didn't catch this. Uh, it's been a very busy week. Yeah. Can you – how do the challenge cards work? Do we know? So you actually – Are they random? You get them as a drop, I believe. Then you turn on the modifiers you want. That's what it looks like. I oh. I quite, quite understand. Okay. We're going to have to see it in so action. So potentially, or maybe it's a fact, but you can like – if you want to put the death card in there and go old school and be like, guys, like this is the challenge – that's really cool. Um, yeah, if you can do that. I yeah. don't know if you can activate all three or if you can only do one at a time. But uh, I, I, I but really I like, like that. Yeah, I like the idea of it getting a little OG once in a while. It's like, like Halo skulls, man. You could turn on all the skulls, go do grunt birthday party, and see how long you survive. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. just like I did, like old school Nightfall for the the fear of death, but I didn't yeah. want it all the time. And this is a kind of interesting way to yep. twist around that. And this is just what they're starting with. I believe they said this is May. I forgot to write that down, but I think this is coming in. No, the raid stuff's coming in May, which we'll talk about. 2019. In a second. Yep. No. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm messing around. Oh, man. <laughs> Just in case. All right. So the, really good. the other changes are coming to the raid. Uh, this Here we go. With expansion 2, all raids have a new curated loadout mode. Now, this is really intriguing, and I don't know how I feel about this one. Uh, it's for first prestige versions of all of the raid. Hypothetical examples include modifiers, 
and loadout requirements. So here is one of the examples they gave. Week one, raid activity, eater of worlds. Modifier, marksman, precision damage is increased. Landing a precision shot grants one ammo directly to the magazine. Interesting, right? Mm -hmm. However, required loadout is hand cannon, scout rifle, and linear fusion. Now, that one works, but let's look at one that is much less optimized. (laughs) Sidearm, submachine, and body, maybe? Yeah. So That's really close. Expansion 2, raid layer. The raid layer, which you have to do range damage, um, would be, where was it? Sidearm, submachine gun, and shotgun. How are you going to do damage to the bots Mm. on Eater of Worlds? And the modifier would be uh, Gladiator. Your melee damage is increased and melee kills grant bonus super. So I guess you're going to have to use your supers to DPS the boss? Well, it looks like you're really going to depend on melee um, to get yeah. – you're getting in close and just really relying on that melee. Yeah. It'll so be like Superman get a shield or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, These are hypothetical loadouts, yeah. by the way, and they specified that in the update. Interesting. I, I like this change, and this is how they're getting around the uh, the Eater of Worlds not having a prestige version to unlock your emblems. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm going to have to wait and try it out. So I'm kind of like on the fence. I, I kind of like this. I think if you look back to Destiny 1 and people started doing this late in the game, they created these challenges for themselves anyways to just do it. They're like, hey, I've ran yeah. Proto like 60 times. Let's do yeah. it like yeah. 70th time like this. We've done Why? Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> well, because snipers. Because it's cool. <laughs> exactly. So I, li- I like that stuff. I think um, the biggest question is, yeah, how – yeah, implementation and how it works and – a lot of this stuff, like, you want some kind of reward for it. So, like, I would be... The ornaments. Right. But to me, it's like the ornaments are cool, but I would I would like some kind of special... I wish there was a little bit more something to grind for. Well, I mean, they, within the curated mode? In, in a well, lot, maybe that's in there. In, in a lot of these Probably things, an emblem, like, but... That's what I mean. And an emblem's fine, mm-hmm. but it would be it's nice fine. if there was some kind... <laughs> I'm not saying it's not, but ships, sparrows, ghosts... There's not a lot of things in Destiny right now besides emblems that say, hey, you've done this really cool activity, and this was a custom thing you got from beating this boss. Except the ornamentations that are being activated, yep. the new ghost that drops from the raid, the new ship. That's <laughs> no, I yes, I want new stuff. Here's three, new but examples. It, so it's all coming. That stuff wasn't. <laughs> that stuff was not here to this point. Is what I'm saying, really? Like, it, it wasn't. No, but it wasn't. I know a lot for, of that stuff. No, but right, a lot I'm of that kidding. stuff prior to the exotic and stuff was <laughs> and only we're getting a new ever miss. Okay, no, I see. It, it does make does it stack? That's right. I just hey, don't we like answered that on the episode. You I don't like the. the I don't like the angle that the game chooses for you. Like I, people, once you did Crota over and over again, or the raids over and over again, you impose like these weird limitations on yourself and your fire team. As long as you're the one doing that, I think that's fine. Yeah, but, but that's cool. To like, me, like I think it would suck because, like, for instance, kinetic. Like, if it requires a sidearm, sorry, I don't ever use sidearms. Like, I dismantle mm-hmm. all of them. I don't okay, have a good but, one. So, so I like, think, yeah. Oh, I have so, to use that to be able to do this. Like, but for the sidearm, submachine gun, shotgun, it actually said expansion two raid layer, which tells me the boss is not going to be a floating monster. He's going to be like chasing you around or something. Maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah but you see the, back. but you see the point, right? Like, <laughs> there's potential to be pigeonholed into doing, into using a weapon you don't necessarily like. Okay, mm-hmm. so wait, 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 wait. wait it's wait, a challenge. Wait. Come on. Let me... yeah, but why can't I choose? Why are you? Friends next. I'm just mad that like it's funny You're because. Mad. Well, okay, I'm just. <laughs> He's moving to Time out, though. Like, this is just an additional thing. Like, yes. you still get the raid, the raid layer. You get the raid. We're going to get prestige. Uh, I forget when on raid layer, right? It's not till this is launch. prestige for raid layer. Yeah. But May. it's also for Leviathan, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's use Leviathan as the example. So you got Raid, regular, then you got Prestige. Now you have this third mode to choose from when you're bored and you've done it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, I just wanted to say on that front, I yeah. feel like this is something we talk about on the show. We're like, wouldn't it be cool if there was this mode yes. where you could like have a curated loadout? And so my this is I curated loadout it. mode, which will be added. But it's a third it's, mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like I like it's that. good. You know, it's an extra thing to do if you want. You're bored of the mm-hmm. other modes. And maybe that's what I'm trying to understand. Like, do you not like their choice of the third mode, Sean? Or do you just – you want them to fix the first two? No, it's – well, it's a combination of those two mm-hmm. things, right? So I want them to fix the first two. Two, like I want to feel like I can choose to do a challenge thing that empowers me. Basically like – Yes, it's a third mode. I'm happy that there's a third way to do this, Mm -hmm. but it's about the implementation. Mm -hmm. I thought it would have been really cool if in that third mode it's like, here are all the restrictions you can choose from, and if you choose these ones, it gives you X reward, and then I get to make the choice which ones I would like to do. Which restrictions you have. Mm -hmm. Whatever they are, yeah. Because like what if the reward – like what if it's something I really want to do, like the reward, whatever it is, right? I don't know. An emblem, a ghost, whatever. A ship. Or maybe it gives and you then, one of the weapons you've been chasing. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the restriction is three guns that I personally have never mm-hmm. used before or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now I feel coerced to have to find those things in order to be able to do what I, I want to do. And I don't like that. I so think what that's I mean is, the objective, mm-hmm. though. No, yeah. but my, my main thing is just yeah. it's not a problem with the mode. I love that we're having a new opportunity to do the same thing over again in a different way. Yeah. It's just the implementation. That's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Like I think there was maybe potentially mm-hmm. – and I say this – Knowing like without knowing at all so what the much. rewards are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean the, the reward question caveat. is it's a huge caveat. I think what I'm trying to say then is random rolls in a weird kind of way where I don't, oh here we go. I know well, I don't want to, What's but it up is next on the show the vault. Exactly. Let's, uh, no, so, uh, but <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's really <laughs> I think it's really good. Um, to me, it's like you remember playing Halo Two with zombies. I thought that was super cool when zombies turned into a mode in Halo Three, where yeah. they implemented exactly what the community was manually doing, mm. and a lot of people have, were doing these kind of things in Destiny One. Yeah, you know, like so. For instance, like wouldn't it be cool if like on this expansion to raid layer, the one where you have to use a shotgun. I I don't know. I don't think I've ever used a shotgun in the game. Have you? What? In uh, Destiny wait, 2? What? Yeah. Oh, this is the icebreaker comment again. Yeah. Sean, like, go get Legend dude. of Accurus. Oh, I have Legend yeah. of Accurus. Right. Exactly. Your but, like, I don't, so many. Like, is it it's not it, better than a rocket. Let's just assume that <laughs> it's you never have better it. than a rocket. We'll For talk about point, that. Yeah. You don't use it much or you haven't. Yeah, but like the point, like if it would be, it would be really cool if it was like, hey, you can choose this set of restrictions and what it'll do is it'll give you this reward that gives you knee pads, a mod that gives you knee pads or like <laughs> shot package or something. Then I'm like, oh, snap. Now it makes sense why the restriction is I have to use a shotgun because the reward is a really perks. good shotgun perk. And if like, you don't uh, want it, you just skip it. Yeah, like, and if you don't want it, well, I don't have to do that one. Like random yeah. rolls or mods, right. Sean. Oh but, but to be fair, the, example, that though, <laughs> the example does lean into that. Your melees are more powerful. It's putting you up close to use close-up weapons. Sure, but do I get but a I, better I melee? Like, or that, yeah, maybe, you're, you, know. you you run faster, you slide farther. I think that's really interesting. I yeah, mean, like tie the rewards. Else. Yeah, tie the rewards to the modifier and then give me a choice of modifiers. Like that's just the implementation I personally be cool. would have thought would be cool. I'm not saying it's not cool as it is because we don't really know much about it. Like so much of what Bungie, Bungie chooses to do in the game is cool in theory, <laughs> and then in practice, it's sort of a little lackluster. Yeah. 
Uh, he's gonna hate, man. We I'm not a hater. Yet. It depends on. <laughs> I love. I, I don't know if it's gonna be good. I was just meaning like I think it's good. I'm we, gonna we wait and see. We really don't know what this is. Yet. Like yeah, Sean's so guessing about the rewards and stuff like that. Yeah. That could be what it is yeah. when we see it in yeah. action. But and I do think is, the point is well taken. It it really needs to feel worth it and not just like yeah. basically not just something you could do on your own anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that is well taken. Uh, the final small thing before we get to all CGA's <laughs> PVP stuff was uh, I want to talk episode. about the Bungie forum changes. Uh, there were some changes in the forum where it's only going to be open to Destiny 2 players now who have reached the farm. And uh, the new shotgun. Before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Yep. Uh, that begins next week, and it seemed like that the community was pretty unhappy about this. They saw this as another way of Bungie blocking feedback from the community. I don't know how I feel about it personally, and I, I kind of wanted to ask you guys. Really? Because it seemed like you were pretty miffed about it off air. <laughs> no, I'm not, actually. But I've seen the perception from the community, and they've been pretty miffed about it. There's like a lot of videos out there saying that like this is another miss where Bungie's not listening. And I, I didn't necessarily feel that way. I was kind of like, I think it's really strange that you have to play Destiny 2 to talk in the Bungie forum. The only reason I'm not that mad about it is because I don't use the forums. So wait, does this apply to Destiny like at, as a whole now? So if you want to talk about Destiny One, it's there's no room Correct. for that. That's what I was trying. To, I thought it was just for Destiny Two conversations. It's like I, I all mean, if you want to talk forums. about Halo, you have to play Destiny Two. It's the forums, and Deets did a post yeah, about like talking about yeah, back in weird. the Halo yeah. days where you had to reach a cer- certain threshold before you were able to do certain things. And for Destiny, yeah. this is what they decided I, on. Uh, but in the forums, it's, strange. Yeah, it's just a weird thing. I think it is a yeah, thing. It's very strong arm, but they've been, you know, they've been very uh, experienced, maybe is the right word, with communities for a long time. So yeah. I, they obviously have the reasons. Clearly, it is to keep out, I think, the riffraff who are just hating and hating. And what I would can at least relate to is that when we had Fireteam Chat on our main core channels on YouTube, on IGN, like, you guys were out there, but there's all these other people just like honestly drag down the conversation. Yeah, and yeah. we we got to the point where it was one of the main reasons. And man, was it refreshing when we're like, Fire Team Chat, you have to sub here and go. Like yeah. if you went out of your way, you probably really like the game and want yeah. to talk about it. The and conversation it got so much better. Yeah. Um then the game kind of, you know, got all messed up and it's been a little salty. But yeah. uh but seriously, Good I comment, think there's man. something in there. If we see a quality of life improvement. Well, CJ just said go to Reddit. Well, yeah. I mean, really, if you want to lay salt down, like that's where it is. And for the most part, even our Fireteam chat comments section, like yeah. now that we have the separate channel, I, like I appreciate there's a lot of negative ones that maybe don't agree with everything that we say. Yeah, I don't, don't I don't to. care. You don't have yeah. to. But I do like that it's like I it's Fireteam Chat Destiny based. On IGN, you're right. It was oh IGN. It was yeah. random all kinds of garbage Call of Duty everywhere. Sucks. Yeah. This is so Destiny <laughs> show, but whatever. Yeah. So so I don't mind that overall. I think that the videos that I've watched and I've seen the angle, it's like, oh whatever. But in all honesty and it, around here, how many people have ever posted on Bungie.net? I did I back in the nine. Halo days. I did, yeah. I think, once yeah. yeah. in the Halo days as well. I don't think I've ever posted yeah. for Destiny 2 or 1 related type I'm, things since Reddit I've read all the these forums. other forums. I'm all for, I am all for like curating your community's discussion, especially if there's like rampant negativity. Like you don't want to have a community where people who want to come and have actual discussions or talk with other fans have to like sift through a mountain of negativity yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. what they you want. You still people still play yeah. this game like yeah. ah, But like yeah, I said before, here, yeah. I think it maybe comes down to implementation, like mm-hmm. how they decided to do it. I don't know if having 
have, re- restricting the people who can contribute to the discussion to people who've gone as far in Destiny 2 specifically its campaign. And who had played the game to you know, have like, the discussion. There's that seems... maybe better ways to filter out the people who are just coming in to hate, right? Yeah. Okay. But we'll, we'll Verify be able to see your email address what, or a week or so from now. Connect we'll be able your to... Bungie account to your, yeah. So next week it'll be adjusted this way. In my theme. Um, I, understand. I mean, I have no yeah. doubt it'll work. I understand. They'll probably also limit it. I already don't use it. I'm probably... I already don't use it, and if I'm a user who hasn't played Destiny yet, I'm really not going to use it now, so now you've eliminated a huge percentage of your user base. I mean, if that's the intention, great, but... A lot of people also see it as a paywall to be able to comment on Bungie.net. Like you have Ooh. to buy Destiny 2. You have to play That's it for an hour and a half. That's an interesting perspective too. So, yeah, yeah, I was going to say like what happens when the goalpost moves? Like what happens when, you know, uh, the next expansion comes out and they Oh, do you move, play Taken Queen? Yeah, now you have to move the goalpost. <laughs> like now to be able to comment, you have to do Take. that. Like that kind of sucks too. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I, I don't know the extent of all these changes that we'll be able to see next week, but I have a feeling they'll land on like, okay, this is the free general room, and this is the, like for Destiny. This characters. is the VIP, and maybe like we, you, you might still have a place to talk. We will see. I want to bring it up. only room. We will see. I want to bring it up because the community is discussing it this week, and yeah. CJ definitely wanted to talk about PvP. So <laughs> that's all the time we have. On exactly. Show. It is the end of the happening? show, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. I want to talk about it too. I'm glad CJ right. is here for. Go ahead. So CJ has eight minutes. Eight, four pages. Of stuff he wants to go through, so go ahead, CJ, take it away. I was in uh, I was in Ottawa last week. There was the Go Fast update that was part of the Josh Hamrick uh, address that was made to. You'll move faster. Community. That's all we have time for. Everybody, all right, sounds good. We at least got a good ten minutes for this. Um, no, I mean I think everybody's in kind of agreement with this. PVP. Are you playing much of it right now? Yes or no? Wait, a ton of Iron Banner. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Graham, what about you? Any trials? PvP? What do you? Playing? I played Iron Banner recently, but I'm in general. I only play raids and stuff like that. Yeah, I hop in and out of stuff like Banner. Yeah, and Sean, how much Halo? Fi- I mean, uh, Destiny Two. <laughs> yeah, <you played? laughs> yeah, I have not been playing <laughs> PvP or Destiny Two for weeks. Okay, there's a little incentive to do so. Yeah. So this is a large consensus with the community is that when you see Twitch numbers dwindling, and unfortunately, there's people like Lumi, Crafty, and major Destiny players, and a lot of the community playing other games. What are you playing? <laughs> Fortnite, Fortnite, PUBG, Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter, Hunter Warframe, Halo. Division. I think yeah. some of this is because PvP is a little lacking. And so just looking at some of the details that he We said, know, actually. Well, exactly. So, <laughs> By the way, leaving a two- to three-month-old game to play a different game isn't crazy. That's yeah. just no. what people do. Yeah. I don't know why it's a <laughs> it's story. Hard. And that's true. But the crazy thing about it is... How many of us did that in Destiny 1? Yeah. I did. You left Destiny 1 to no, play other I games? No, I still played Destiny 1. I just also played other stuff. See, I didn't. I played Destiny 1 for three years straight, every single weekend, almost every single day. To be fair, I played you Destiny basically and the just played and Bungie whatever games else came out only for years? the last like two decades. And also be. that. But I played <laughs> I, I played Titanfall tons, like mm-hmm. probably days. I played every single Call of Duty, except for Infinite. I mean, CJ's PvP there. history aside... PvP is clearly lacking. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're just I messing around, actually. I get obviously, no, that's, the, the, that's the lure is the, gone. The thing yeah. is, people have left. That's fine. Yep. They will come back to the next expansion at least to check it out. That's what I think is going to happen. We'll see. Prove me wrong. I also Prove think me wrong that. and stop buying stuff at the Eververse while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's where I think yeah. just it's, it, it's great to get some info from Josh, and I'll go through a couple of the things. I think the Go Fast update could be broken down into a couple points. Uh, the biggest ones that I saw, and if you haven't read it, it was last week's yep. from... Uh, it was exciting. It was really good. Uh, it we, was. We buffed several weapon archetypes, including but not limited to hand cannons, pulse rifles, sniper rifles, and shotguns. Um, 
And the key goal here is to make shotgun, snipers, and fusion rifles more prevalent in the game. The power weapons we want to use, they want to be usable. They're functional. All great. But to me, the question is this. It's not using them that's the issue. It's the system. It's the system. And so right now, how do you fix acquiring the weapon where if you do get power ammo, and they go through those details as well, Mm -hmm. there'll be more power power more often. Timers are. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean if I shoulder charge you away from the power armor and power ammo and steal it? Oh, I did that so bad in the stream yesterday. That's what everybody does. I felt so so funny. It's it's not a good mechanic. Okay, but they're changing it. So they're changing it's it. literally every time it's just yeah. like you're pushing against each other. Yeah, I'm be closer. I don't even know why I get it half the time. So that's the thing. Like, there, there's this system right now. Yeah, that if you're not playing with teammates, where you go, hey man, I'm gonna go get the power ammo. And even then, sometimes when you are playing with teammates, like uh, I, still, I got this. Yeah, I always <laughs> oh, yeah. charge. Yeah. Exactly. So I never get. So it. what do you guys think? Because I mentioned my special ammo update. Does this? Does this excite you, or are you fearful still of the rocket situation? Right. But wait, the, the key fact though is. Enemies now drop power bricks. Uh, yes, after so, they've acquired it, mm-hmm. right? So that's yes. gonna, you're gonna get bricks, and they lasted for. Uh, I was gonna mention that. Was it minutes or thirty seconds? Thirty seconds yeah. after it drops. So that's so they're gonna be lying around. That's a cool mechanic. What I do like about that Theory. because that was a feature in Mayhem. That was also very early in Destiny One. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys remember. Yeah. That. Um. It, there's this other element to the game that requires you to get power besides the locations that are on the wall, which mm. is nice. The problem is, I still think. Ultimately, if somebody has a rocket, you're going to be up against the guy who has a rocket, and then he kills you, and you're like, pop a bubble. Exactly. It's you can buff the other weapons all you want. Like rocket still wins, so you need to figure out a better system in incentivizing people to use the other power weapons, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Like before in Destiny One, it was easy, right? You didn't have to compete between rocket, sniper, shotguns because there was a separate slot. Yeah. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe there's a fourth weapon slot. Specialty weapons. Well, wait, though. If there's Here's, more ammo, I mean, um, again, I'm not saying it's the but same. But it's just more but, people using rockets. Yes. You know, having just, Like, when are you ever going to, like, minus the Thor, top-tier CJ players. snipes and, all the time. He does In well. particular. I try. Yeah, yeah, so, like, minus particular players who are extremely good snipers in particular situations on maps, rockets almost always better shotguns. Snipers, I, I fusions. I just played a whole ton of Iron Banner over the last two weeks, and the main weapons I saw were sword and Acreus. And yeah, Acreus. Acreus. sword, yeah, sword and shotgun. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah you, you haven't played in a few weeks, but a lot of people have went towards that meta where there's a lot of rocket. Shot. I mean, yeah, sure. there is rocket there's also. One thing I didn't see snipers, fusions, absolutely, and fusions. Yeah, yeah. zero snipers because they and don't. Fusions. I did see some Telesto. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying snipers because I just want to feel that feeling again. And again, the swing sway, the flinch, all those other things right now. It's the snipers are unfortunately feel kind of broken in comparison mm-hmm. to Destiny One. But to me, that's where I don't know if this will fix that. Two primaries and a power, I think, is the conversation people yeah. keep coming back to. But I don't think that that is going to change. If I go around a corner, and I see two people. I'm still dead. Yes, and so the team shot Unless meta. They're all the rest it. of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to your point, yes. <laughs> yeah. So to me, I keep I keep thinking. I mentioned my thing that I I thought that the, what I was exciting about Masterworks are those kind of potential options down the road. They need to create something that generates ammo for those weapons that allows you to use them more often. Because I think you're right for the most part. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Icebreaker, no lamb. <laughs> I'm joking. No, they were big. Like, let's just use those. So to me, it's like, what do you think they could do to make those weapons viable again? Because I think Sean's right for the most part. Power is going to be typically used for rockets. Mm -hmm. Invective also had generating ammo. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty slow, though. Um, So you think 
We don't know, but you think that the problem could be that there's just more rockets on the field now? Yeah, like, meaning if there's going to be gonna there, happen. there there is factually going to be more power ammo. There's too so, many. So do you think it's just going to be too many rockets? Yeah, there's too many one-hit power items and snipers, fusion and shotgun in the power slot. So that is a that to me is the issue. They made that decision to go elemental for the two primary things. Uh-huh. What I'm wondering is remove okay we had this in destiny one what can they do now to change that and i don't know that this fixes anything if they don't reverse the slot so, and i don't think they're going to reverse the slot. so i think i think you're right the inclination is right however you know you you think about it it's going to change the meta because you have bigger magazines on other things and before you you have to made this choice like i'm alive i've got this to use for now when i die that's it so like you were more than happy to take a rocket or two right and you're like cuz you want a one hit kill yeah. but then you're like usually dead or whatever or just out of rockets but meaning now you can walk around with a lot of sniper ammo and a lot of fusions right that that changes like meaning when you I mean, you die, you lose it, but I meaning there's going to be more stuff lying around more often that people are just going to have the weapon more commonly. Yes. Meaning you, you, I don't know. I, I feel like you're going to worry a little less about, okay, it's my one chance for power. Now it becomes persistent. Yeah. More persistent. Maybe not persistent yeah. enough. I mean, I don't think it's less, I think it's less about the worry about having to make the choice about the ammo. I think it's more about like, you choose you choose a rocket because it's a guarantee. Like if you get Pretty anywhere near, it's a guaranteed hit one kill. You can get multiple but, kills, and the TTK. That's the thing is the TTK is the lowest. On the yeah, and I so think wait, you though. guys are all latching onto this power ammo thing. Sean's right; it's about the time to kill. That's yeah. the problem. It's yeah. not the reason the people choose weapon. rockets is because it kills people the so, fastest, and they're being so, buffed. Yeah. So talking about yeah. though, like in the betas and when things were warming up and nobody knew what they were doing yet. I mean, I'd go on big streaks with fusions. Um, Part of it was the way people were playing. Like, the, it, part of it was the magazine size, and you're just running around with a ton of power yeah. ammo. So, I, I, yeah. I guess I'm being optimistic that, honestly, I really liked using fusions in the beta. Yeah. I don't know exactly what changed. They nerfed. Um, Dude, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> love that was part of it. Like yeah. in Destiny One, man, the Plan C days, I loved using that in PvP mm-hmm. because if yeah. you were good. Yeah. You could like but, really but, slay but people. Shock and awe exists, which is basically it's it's like the Plan C. It's not Plan C. Anyway, I'm being optimistic. I do think like think about it. More swords, more fusion. You're gonna see some meta changes inevitably, and I think it's one of those things you got to get out there. But I also think the speed is actually huge. Speed I, is because huge. it yeah. changes like just the ability to get to and fro this team kill yes. perspective. You might be able to just. You know, conquest people. First. You're right. You're right, Fran. Anyway, it is going to change. I'm excited for the changes. Yes. It, it's so. going to change the meta a little bit. Shoulder charges still don't kill people in it, one hit. Grenades still don't do any yeah. damage. Basically. But that, but that's okay. Those were things that they brought to attention because you would run around shoulder charging people all the time. And stickies were an issue, right? So I think. But they made it useless. You're right. And that's the problem. You're absolutely right. So this. And like, then we use it as a traversal thing and they're like, we don't want you playing that way. We're taking it away. And then they're like, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah, they rebuffed it. And they undid <laughs> yeah. it. So. Realize your mistake about grenades and shoulder charges. And so that's it. the thing. I shoulder think sticky charges. grenades needs to get you down basically to like a one-hit kill after. Right now, you're right. They are useless, and most people don't use them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where I think what happened with shotgun fusion and snipers is that it was so prevalent in Destiny 1. Ugh. And even you – but so right here – I was you, thinking about stickies, not the <laughs> Okay, very good. Sorry. Uh, but no, it's interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, when you accommodate for – I think the challenge was with people and snipers, you're like, okay, we want to we want to accommodate this player – the issue is the skill ceiling is so low now that a lot of the hardcore people are gone. That needs to change. Yeah, this is what I was going to say, man. Like, I don't want to 
paint everyone with a broad brush here, but if you're playing competitive PvP and someone grabs heavy with a sword and kills you, you're like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, how do you get killed by a sword guy? They hide around the corner. Yeah. Hide? You, you can't hide. You're you always on the radar. You don't show up on radar. For yeah. a two seconds. So if I'm running and there's crouch, a, I just there's, spawned there's, there's and a dude's crouched there and he hits me with a sword, there are scenarios I'm where just, it makes sense. I'm not saying I've never died to a sword guy before, but by and large, if you're playing competitive PvP and you die to a sword, you're an idiot. So here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm going to get a few responses. I'm just going to go back for a few more things. I'm going to look at uh, – these were some of our Destiny 1 numbers with hand cannons and all mm-hmm. the different weapons that we use. So, Sean, for all the PvP you played, 3,821 hand cannon kills. I know what mine's going to be. 2,800 super kills and 2,300 shotgun kills. So your top three were hand cannon, super, and shotgun. This is Destiny 1. This is Destiny 1. Yeah, that totally yeah. makes sense. Destin, party party crash plus one forever and ever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Scouts. Oh, interesting. So Destin... 2,900 super kills, scout rifles, 2,200, and then shotguns, 1,900. That's right. So you so were wait, mostly... he was super scout, then what? Uh, super scout Sorry. and then shotgun. Mm-hmm. I loved invective and yeah. So for, unfortunately, I was not Fran, good at sniping. I'm still not. I could I could not find your your stats. I yeah. think you had melees the most. Actually. Confirmed. Sounds yeah. right. I sent you. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so I'll pull it up. Yeah, pull pull it screen. And you so, floated to your death as a warlock nine thousand <laughs> times. <It> was, <laughs> what was your CJ? Okay, so. This is when I realized I played this a lot I of PvP. <laughs> so I played, I had 13,000 wow. hand cannon kills, an 11,000 fusion rifle kills, oh my God. and oh, 6,700 super kills. So I went hand cannon, fusion, super. And then Fran, I mean, mine was find- melee grenade hand cannon. I don't know if, if, if it's true. No yeah. way, really? That yeah. sounds right. That's that the most I don't like stickies. Kills? Stickies are bad. I play a warlock, sunset. No, I, I was not a sticky guy. No, yeah. I was, I hated them. Get out of here. So, so now check this out. It's crazy that you melee kill more people than you shoot kill people. I, oh, I'll tell but you that's why. That's crazy. Though. Oh, no, no, no wait. Because dual here, melee. I will tell There's you why. Buff. Here's yeah. why. No, I always, I, I forget what it was, but I would do a lot of like damage Shoot up close. Melee. Man, I'd finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just finish. So yeah. I think that's why. That's accurate. That makes sense. I couldn't get those precision headshots, obviously. <laughs> and someone makes a <laughs> so kill for France <laughs> doing his warlock moves. <laughs> so now check this out. Check out real. <laughs> Sidearm. Prep. <laughs> dead. There it is. Check out where I'm going with this. Check out real crafty. 114,000 sniper kills, 90,000 hand cannon kills, and 56,000 super kills. The hand cannon meta near the end of the game, I think. Yeah. Well, that was the primary, and also we had Thorn there for such a long period of time. The crafty makes sense. He would snipe until they push. He would snipe. Then he'd three-tap you. Yep. And then when he had a super, he'd go on a tear. But but look at – and then then Lumi, shotgun, 83,000 shotgun kills, hand cannon, 79, super, 41,000. So what's your point with all these analytics? So last round off, Stev, Stev had 55,000 hand cannons. Never heard of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 5,500. Anyways, it's usually hand cannon, shotgun, super sniper. Where I'm going with this is you look back at Destiny 1, you fundamentally eliminated the top three weapons for the most yeah. part that people used in the game and didn't give them a replacement. Yeah, and you're saying yeah. a primary, I, I, secondary, and a super. I, I'm saying right that... now, if there's no way to change what those weapons are into the next slot, and I don't think that's going to happen, what can be done to change this? And I, I've said a couple things on the show. Even think about how artifacts came into Rise of Iron. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that there's something that comes along that incentivizes people to use those. Get a primary hill, kill with your, you know, your hand cannon. Generate sniper ammo. Right. Get dual shot. 
um, you know, elemental kills generate fusion ammo. And that's where the mod system needs to I was to just under- about to say that. I, I was know. Like, there was only some sort of mod system. There needs that to be something that's done that changes that because right now PvP, most people, when they talk to me, are like, you know what? I'm excited for these changes, but I'm leery still. I'll come back in May to check it out. If it's not what I'm hoping for, then what? Mm-hmm. Ranked I mean, I think is it's not, not going to change yeah. Yeah, how I feel about PvP. Yeah. They want to play ranked, but this conversation, yeah. I think, is going to be really something I, difficult. The only thing that I care about is PvP getting to a place where it's as fun as it was in Destiny 1 because it is, it is not there. I just played a ton of Iron Banner, and yes, it's improved, and it, I don't think it's as bad as everybody's saying. No, Iron Banner I, I thought like, was pretty good. Like uh, just PvP in general. Yeah. It's, it's just not as fun as it was in Destiny 1. Destiny 1 was a more fun experience. Yeah. I, w- I would rather be playing Iron Banner in Destiny 1 yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and Trials it, has yeah. that same issue right? for sure yeah and i did want to clarify like, i'm excited for changes i remain very skeptical that yes. this is enough but yes i'm excited for what they're working on like when you say they eliminated hand cannons you're right they're not that effective right now but they're buffing them yes um mm-hmm. again it's just a buff though it's not like a yeah. solve and i think that's where i agree to be skeptical but they are buffing things that are not yep. working mobility is going to be faster there's going to be a lot more power ammo on well, the field so I think, like, it's going to be a, a different second, game it's a, not going to be I hope what so. it is today well, i really believe that a yeah. second level it seems to be with the philosophy that drives how they balance these weapons from the first place which I is think. that like if you looked at it was only those really really top tier players who had the most sniper kills right mm-hmm. it should be that way because if you're yeah. good you should be able to snipe now you're pigeonholed away mm-hmm. from snipers regardless of your skill level effectively yeah. lowering the skill count mm-hmm. yep. which i well, i've said this so many times i am a high skill player type of person like i'm not saying i'm highly skilled what i'm saying is i like games that reward players who are good at the game yeah and i like p- games that reward players who put the time in to become skilled. And I don't think that just because you bought it, you deserve to be on the same level as players. You know, Sean, it's yeah. that put the time in. It's interesting that you bring up like elimination of those. Just what rockets do. Because I mean, they need to fix that. Yeah. I had something and I lost it. I was gonna say something ah. I was gonna say. Uh, what was you get the... killed by a sword, you're a yeah. sucker. You see, like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I mean is like, yeah, if you get killed by a sword <laughs> yeah, or if like Oh shot. I remember what I was gonna say. On the earnings call, they actually <laughs> yeah. admitted that uh, they tried to make it more user friendly yeah. and accessible and it's not working. So that's my thing, is like so, I am yeah. all for designing systems that are accessible, mm. but like Mm, to pick it, to bring it up in StarCraft, anyone can play the game and understand what the units do and stuff. But to be able to control two hundred units at once effectively, uh, that's what makes a player good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you design a system that allows everyone to do that, I don't know how you would do that. Maybe and I know what you mean. For like StarCraft, once you hit a high level, you yeah. shouldn't have to bur- n- uh, buff or nerf things just to let me compete with those. Yeah, higher unless players. unless the philosophy is let's balance the game so that everyone is on the same playing level, which I am against that in a multiplayer game, I, and which is what Rockets do. Yeah, We're running pretty know? long. CJ, you, do you have a lot more to go over? No, that's yeah. mostly it. I will say that I think, yeah, I'm optimistic about these changes too. The speed thing is positive. Uh, faster you know, recharge of supers is positive. The movement speed in and of itself is positive. These are all things that when you play Destiny 2, it feels sluggish. So mm-hmm. wait, so everyone just moves faster? Is that a big yeah. concern? Yeah, 110%. Now it's, it's, right. now it's weird. Yeah, that was Halo 3. So that was Halo 3. So the last thing I want to mention, yeah. yeah, real quickly, is Bungie's been in this position before. I, I jokingly said to a few people before at the reveal event halo 2 to halo 3 i actually didn't transition to very well i think halo 3 was a really great game there was tons of new innovative things in it i did not like the multiplayer as much they made it very slow there was very much methodical thing they removed bxr they removed all these little things now that is kind of what's happening with destiny 2 they're taking all the stuff out the weird thing is they're now putting it all back in 
So I think Halo I, 3's multiplayer is better than Halo 2's. Interesting. So, but that one had, uh, like, if you look at the first six months of all Bungie's releases from Halo through to Halo Reach, everything was, like, in flux. Oh, the, what's going on with the sniper now? I have to lead my shots. The, the BR has hit scan. I can't aim for the head. Those are huge problems in Halo 3. They didn't change those things. Sometimes they change them. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll change the two primary one power system. I don't think so. Uh, they need to. But but I I <laughs> well, you're right. They're not, they and that's why they're only doing what they're doing now to see if it works. Yeah. You know. So design works. philosophy wise, yeah. that's what's interesting because yeah, in Halo Three they increase the movement speed for MLG and they custom certain game types and modes to cater to those hardcore audiences. So you know we we've often talked about like a PTR. I don't really think that there should be one for Destiny, like PVE and everything as a whole. Oh, it's okay to be wrong. PV- <laughs> no, <laughs> but PDP. PDP. Yeah. Yeah, why aren't we testing this? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm not saying like that. I think it, it should happen, but the conversation about it happening. Oh, stop smiling. <laughs> Fine, you're right. The one time you said something, <laughs> dude. I, I mean, that would make sense. Like, what if there was a ga- <laughs> what, what if there was a game preview like on XP on Xbox Live or PlayStation Network that yes. you could just boot up and all it is is one map. And yeah. the new sandbox changes, and yeah. you would just play PvP against people. Something like that. It's working the, well for everybody else who's doing where, it. Yeah, there was maybe a game mode that had experiential things in it. It doesn't need to be even like a private thing. It'd be like, hey, new PvP update on this game type. Oh, see, I think it'd have to be like a whole separate client. Oh, I mean, like a yeah. that would ideally be. You but, boot it up separately out of Destiny. Yeah. Fortnite's then, doing it right now. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. There's something to be said about uh, a game like Fortnite where they're like, let's just try a different shooting style. Here's a shooting test mode. You know, only try certain people want to join it. Try it out. And the wait queue's a little yeah. longer, but you try out all new, um, you know, it's uh, its accuracy has changed. It's yeah. recoil. They so damage fall up is higher. They already have their theories. They narrowed it down to two. And they said, okay, let's see which ones you guys like. Because Bungie always ends up having these things, yeah, where, you know, pistol becomes the most dominant in Halo 1. You know, BR noob combo. Like, they called something the noob combo, and it's that combo of the plasma rifle and and battle rifle. The problem with Destiny PvP is everything is the noob combo. Yeah. (laughs) Right, but that – and that's why it needs to change. The weapon meta changes too fastly. I get why they don't do sandbox tweaks more often, but people definitely want to see that. And it's unfortunate that sometimes you can't enjoy all the exciting things in the game because you're waiting for the sandbox. I do have a question for you, though. As someone who doesn't play Destiny on PC, are these problems – like, are PC, they exclusive to console, or is there better? Hand cannon's better on PC. Yeah, so I heard Zol not. Yeah, yeah so I had heard. I had heard that there was way more weapon variety on PC, which makes sense because you have greater control. Yeah, which means you have better. It's a different meta, a like, little. Yeah, bit. especially hand yeah. cannons, right? Yeah. But is it is it hand cannons like the one like that's the exception to the rule, or like do you see a lot of other weapons? Pul- no. Pulse is is solid. I use pulse. On PC. Yeah, yeah, a hand cannon like Better Devils is at the top of the trials charts almost all the time, and in console it's Uriel's Gift, Maya, yeah. and a couple other ones. So that that so they don't have. That's a new problem too for them, right? So balancing it for PC versus console and everything in between, mouse and keyboard, controller people, there's tons of variables in the game now that they mm. they didn't have before. So well, mouse and keyboard yeah. and controller people, you Whatever. pointed the wrong way. We, we are <laughs> we are at an hour, you guys. So we really Boom. need to wrap it up for the day. Uh, CJ, do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Last no, point. That was pretty much no? it. I think they need to uh, design yeah. the game for highest skill. 
Yeah. Make those people learn That's and then everybody will fall Love into place. And I agree. Be. Make it more like Destiny 1. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So about the this show, Fireteam Chat, uh, I did four people today and I got to say, you know, we tried the three people thing and it didn't really work. So I realized, hey, that's not working. Let's go back to four. <laughs> so I decided to find a change. And I'm like, the community seems to like four people more. And, you know, it's a better flow. And fire teams show. are four now. Until, like, yes. the big bosses come in and they say, no, you have to make it three again. And then yeah. he's got to do it. And, like, yeah. very and then, confusing work. And, and then they're like, also, is there a way you can ask for microtransactions? <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Uh, it's good to have every, all you guys back. In nice, man. Yeah. It was fun. Fun time. All right. So let's do the outro together. Until next time, everybody, (laughs) Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.